Hello, what's up, and welcome to the first episode of the No Consolation podcast. I'm joined here by my friends, Freddie, Danny, and Shell. How are you boys doing today? Doing pretty good. How's everyone else feeling, Shell, Fred? Feeling like a villain, my guy. Ready to go. <laughs> love to hear it, love to hear it. <laughs> it is what it is, let's do it. Very different mindsets, there we go. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's good. Freddy, Freddy it's is good. feeling very ambivalent about his involvement in NCP. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Hell is just straight chilling. But yeah, this is the first episode of the show we're going to be doing in conjunction with the league, No Consolation, which will be running on Twitch, YouTube, and um, pretty much just like any platform you can imagine. We got a lot of awesome stuff coming out. My boy Shell down there has been designing a website. We got a couple really fun tournaments planned, um, but this show is basically just going to be about everything going on in the league. We hope to like get as many of these boys here on every episode as we can. If not, we'll fill with guests and just, you know, you'll get to know the lads a little bit more later, but it's just, you know, a little bit more of a showcase for our personalities. Um, so does anyone want to talk a little bit about like the history of No Consolation? Um, what, what, sort, what sort of brought us to this moment? Yeah, so I mean, as as you think about, you know, a group of guys gaming, you know, you don't you don't think it'll kind of evolve to here, but uh, that's kind of where where this all started. I mean, we've all been playing games together for seven years at at least for some of us, and it just kind of became, you know, a, like a weekend pastime. One of the days on the weekend, we'd get together uh, when we were all off in, in college and play games and uh recently over covid that got a little stronger as you know everyone was stuck indoors so you know all of us kind of came together to play like different games and just have fun with custom games and things like that and uh we had the thought of why don't we turn it into like a little competition uh stream it you know put out the videos for it uh do a little extra stuff for it and let our uh, entertainment value, let all the uh, different personalities we have shine. So that's kind of where this all started, uh, just from that little playing every weekend to coming into this. So it's it's something that you know it's is very casual, but at the same time, there's definitely some some competitors in the group that will always <laughs> always go hard. I think we've but, uh, played like. Pretty much like every game you can imagine during that time frame. It's crazy to think about it being like eight years that some of us have been playing together, like starting maybe with FIFA, Battleborn. Yeah. <laughs> some old. Uh, a, 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 num a number of titles. I know my, my man Freddy over there has played a lot of Fortnite in his day. A bunch of us used to play a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. Um, and then Shell's, Shell's a bit more of a like a, a newer edition, an RL grinder. Um, but oh, everyone's yeah. kind of got like their own skill set and their own things that they're specialized in, but we all play a lot of different stuff. And so I think that'll lend nicely. We have, we have a lot of, we have too many different ideas. I say is probably our big problem <laughs> of about what yeah. stuff, <laughs> stuff we could do. So, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. I think the, we pick up people as we play more games. Like mm -hmm. shell was a big addition when we got into the rocket league customs. Uh, we like gained. Jacob, when we started in our Fortnite grinding days, that picked up Jacob. And I mean, he plays the Rocket League with us now. He plays Overwatch. Like, we just picked up so many different people from switching games. And 
everyone we have so many people that play so many different games now uh <laughs> we have so many ideas <laughs> and like before you guys i used to play like i played league of legends i played oh, destiny yeah. i used to grind <laughs> destiny when destiny it came grinder. out i played so much <laughs> but i i've always been more of a story game guy but then i started playing with y'all on the in rocket league and overwatch and stuff and, and been enjoying that so what was it like kind of joining the group shell I guess, well, it was, I mean, we were friends in high school and stuff, so, you know, we got along. Um, I always, like, felt a good, strong connection and always thought of you guys as friends. It's just, when I went to college, you know, I guess we kind of lost touch a little bit. Um, And then during COVID, I know I was always really good friends with Gabe, um, and he put me in touch with you guys, so. um, And then we, and then I just kind of rekindled that connection we had from the past, so. Just such a mystery man, Gabe. I think there there's at least two people in this group who uh have come into this group because Gabe for approximately one week was like, Hey, let's all play this game and uh got everyone to play the game and then abruptly disappeared off the face of the earth for, you yeah. know, a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Gabe for you. He don't he, you try you try talking to him and he's there all the time, but when you try to text him like just see how he's doing, just it, he ghosts you and you think he might be dead. So, he's a he's a busy busy man. We'll see if he ever he's makes an appearance man. in NCP. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he 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 touches no consolation, but it's it's not going to be very consistent. So, he he's an enigma in that regard. Well, uh, we'll probably get him for an event. Oh yeah, definitely. Somewhere so. down the road, the Halo event, yeah. big, big Halo Infinite guy. So don't spoil anything here. now. <laughs> we gotta keep them guessing. Also, too, I mean, ma- massive thanks to Autumn uh, for doing like the artwork yes. for No Consolation yes, so yes, far. Thank you, but, Autumn. Thank you. Um, Gabe is an extremely talented artist in his own right. Uh, so I, I, in the f- in the future, we might reach out to him to maybe, especially if there's something specific that he's more involved with get him to work on it but in general i'm just trying to like drain and use abuse the goodwill of all the talented people in my life and G- gabe is one of them so <laughs> i gotta got make sure i do that i not not like i, I don't want to make any hard promises but i am in talks with someone to try and get uh, a no consolation theme song made i know uh, who it is yeah i know sick. who it is sick. yeah, yeah it i don't want to if you get like I said, it's all based off Goodwill. I don't pay anyone, so I can't, you know, hold it over anyone's head whether or not they do it or not. But I, I have asked, so we 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 may have a song at some point. Oh my that gosh! I can't wait. Massive. But uh, like Danny was saying, it's kind of always just been like very natural, very organic. Uh, and then sometime last year, one of the other members in the group, Colin, and I had a Rocket League podcast. And we were trying to run a tournament with our listeners to the podcast. And we also just wanted to fill out, you know, with the boys. So we put out the request and, um, you know, we had a couple of our listeners join, which is actually super cool. But, you know, it was primarily just filled with our like good friends. And Colin and I just needed a lot of help, like hosting and casting the event. And so it just happened like purely on the spot. People didn't really know what they were signing up for. Colin and I didn't know. But there came a time where Colin and I were playing against each other. We're like, crap we need someone else to cast this game. And so I mean, just like send a messenger like, Hey, do you mind like hopping on the mic to someone like you didn't really have like any background or experience like in esports or casting? I think Danny was one of the first people to do it. And 
you just like stepped up to the plate, knocked it out of the park, and just like over time, more and more people have like raised their engagement with it. Um, and so we we ha- we have a little bit of experience going into the first events, which is fun. But Danny, what what has your experience been like, sort of casting and you know becoming more involved? Yeah, I I remember the uh, the when you guys did that, and we're like, holy crap, we don't have anyone. You texted <laughs> you texted the group chat, and then jacob immediately jumped on it too he was in the booth with me yeah. uh and that was when he jumped on it i jumped on it because that's a great man to cast with uh and you know when we when we went back and listened to our casting you know it was it was you know real rough around the edges but we were it was fun it was like it was really fun to do that sort of thing so after that as you know like jacob and i are very okay with like coming in the casting booth uh he definitely gets pulled in there for the interviews and the events we've done uh, in the past couple of months for No Consolation. And uh, that engagement was definitely something that like enriched the experience because it also gave us like something to do outside of the game that still like interacts with, you know, ourselves and everyone else who's playing in the tournament. So it definitely was something I didn't think was like, you know, I was going to like or like something that was going to like I was going to keep doing, but it was definitely a fun experience and i know shell's been in the booth some too uh coming in there and he's he's knocked it out of the park um as well with not a little just, bit of freddy sprinkled in not just shell hasn't just been in the booth he's been our he was our wheel yeah, expert extraordinaire like doctor <laughs> professor wheel i think i have the hat somewhere <laughs> around here Find it real quick. It's Let's see if I can find it. And also, too, that that, oh, that was for it. the that was for the most recent uh, event we ran, which unfortunately uh, there there is no vod of. So if anyone ever actually yeah. listens to this and goes back and goes searching for that, uh, can't He's find back. it. There He's it back. is. Uh, the it. <laughs> but that too, we asked Shell if he could be the to, to run the wheel, and then Shell ended up pretty much essentially co-hosting the event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. Yep, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And Freddie, um, you've done some casting the past two events. I think you cast the grand finals of a Rocket League tournament we ran. Um and and, and we're primary host for that. Um what what do you what do you like about like casting or hosting, Freddie? Um, well I just love well, I love being able to like actually like talk about it as I do it. So like like I'm I'm not the best when we do this stuff when it comes to playing, like especially with the Rocket League turns. I'm at the bottom of the barrel. I'm not that great. So, but I do know what's happening and I can commentate on what's happening in the game despite the fact I'm not that good at it. But um um it's just a lot of fun. I used to uh, a while ago when I was figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, I thought maybe I was going to go into sports broadcasting. So I went I learned about broadcasting all that stuff. I learned how to kind of just talk about the game and naturally and bring up random stuff. I mean, hell, I gave a shout out to your Austin, your old podcast when, when, without even knowing that it was no longer a thing. <laughs> it just, it just came out of nowhere. And I thought I'd mentioned it, but apparently it, it's no longer a thing. So the talking car ball. So, yeah. It's just like, it's just, I, it's a lot of fun. I, I like doing it. And I wish on the one VOD we had, uh, you could hear me more better because we had some audio problems, but that's it, it was a lot of fun either way. It was just fun. Yeah, we're we're continuing to learn and improve along the process, um, and especially now too that we got like a bigger team of people involved. 
not just us, like other people in the group, like helping with like broadcasts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the more like sort of stuff gets like dispersed around, like the better we can do. Um, and so I apologize for that, you know, but at the same time, I was also completely like overrun uh, with stuff to do. So this all this all started with with you doing a lot of the stuff on your own. And, you know, as one of the people who's now one of the four people helping you do this, uh, that's a lot of stuff. So yeah, it's a lot. there's no worry about that. <laughs> the, the the last event we did um it was called the triathlon. That's the one with the lost the lost VOD footage. Um and so we had this idea for like we all play like like three of the core games our group plays is Fortnite, Overwatch, and Rocket League. And so we're like, let's do like a tournament like across like all three. Like people draft teams and you gotta like draft based off, you know, like ability across all three games. Like it'll be super, super fun. And like, I was like, that's awesome. Like, you know, we, we, we should be able to make that work. And it didn't like got like so excited in the idea that I didn't really realize how hard it would be to sort of like go between like three different games. And then on top of that, we were like, okay, it's like way more fun. Like when we can broadcast like a spectator perspective <laughs> rather than just mine, because it's coming from my PC. And so I was like, okay, if I set up like the broadcast on my PC, then I can play on my Xbox on the side. That means every time we're about to play, I've got to get both my PC account in the lobby and my Xbox account in the lobby, <laughs> all while I'm also co-hosting the event with Freddie. And so that was the idea. And then I was like, okay, like I'll have my monitor, and then I can have my Xbox running on the TV next to me. But in the couple days before the event, um, my girlfriend broke my TV. Well, no, she broke her TV, not my TV, our collective TV, but it's it's hers more than mine. So no hard <laughs> feelings about that. Um And so then I was doing everything that I just said, except I was doing it all on one monitor. Um, (laughs) And I don't have like a remote to change the input on my monitor because it's like HDMI 1 and HDMI 2. Yeah. Um, So, you know, like when you lose your remote to your TV and you got to press the buttons on the TV. (laughs) Every every time I wanted to switch between perspectives, um, I had to I had to press the buttons and shift over to the other thing. And that also meant that I couldn't see when we were playing games. I could not see what the what the production broadcast was because <laughs> I was on the other input. And so I had like a little stream going on my phone, but that's on like a 45 second delay. And like people are like texting me and messaging me like, hey, like the spectator like thing isn't like moving. I'm like, great. I can't do anything about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, 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 that's cool and all i appreciate you looking out for me oh um, <laughs> and so that like obviously was you know a big learning experience for us we're going to hopefully not bite off more than we could chew and there were some other technical difficulties that weren't anticipated in that but all that's being said we're learning a lot and well hopefully every event is a little bit more manageable yeah. and a little bit the- more streamlined even even with the you know what what was going on with the second one the the first no constellation uh tournament we did in just rocket league had its own share of problems too and and <laughs> we improved upon those in the second one so you know we're we're making strides with everyone so eventually it'll be decently seamless we'll yeah. figure it out <laughs> yeah uh, austin can i ask real quick how autumn brought, broke the tv i believe she stepped on it um, <laughs> ha- you know i i was i wasn't there uh so i i can't i can't talk about the specifics of how how the tv was stepped on but if i if i had to it's guess fine. we'll get just, on this and we'll ask her 
Yeah, yeah. If she ever comes on as a guest, you guys can ask her. But I'm guessing she was cleaning off her desk, you know, move the TV down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not in the best condition anyway. So it's not the worst thing to have to replace it. But um, the timing could have been could have been better. If there was a time to step on a TV, it wasn't then. But there probably <laughs> isn't ever a time to step on a TV. <laughs> no, probably probably not. But that was an especially bad time for that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think definitely for the future, we're 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 get we're get we're getting better, and um, we got we got a pretty like, you know, honestly, a pretty decently sized vision for what we want to do with this. Like even like mm-hmm. in the short term, um, so we're planning on doing uh, we're gonna call it season one of about five or six events over the next couple months, and so we're gonna try and change up the game every single time. Uh, especially kind of like we were talking about different people have different specialties. And so hopefully this will give like more people like different chances to compete in different titles um, and sort of like cross the boundaries of sort of like more fun games and more competitive games. Uh, what events on the horizon are y'all looking out for? I mean, the big, the, the fall guys tournament coming up uh, mm-hmm. this next weekend, uh, the big fall is, is definitely an interesting one. Uh, we definitely have, a few people who play that game a little more than others, but I'd say overall that game's decently even, uh, especially since it's not a really complicated game. Uh, it definitely gets the energy high from some of the uh, people who tempt to not have as high energy, which, it, uh, you know, when we were playing it the other the other weekend, I think it'll be a really fun tournament all around. I think a lot of good energy. It's kind of a goofy game, so in those games, there tends to be pretty high energy from the group. That's definitely one that I'm excited for. Me, I'm excited for the um the Among Us tournament or the Among Us <laughs> Among Us event because I during COVID, me and my roommates in college were stuck in our townhouse for you know a couple months, and every night we would play Secret Hitler, which is a game similar to Among Us, where you have liberals and fascists, but um it I, it's a more of a speaking game where you kind of have to lie and be deceitful and kind of like you know, navigate everything. And um, I think Among Us would be really fun, especially with all the personalities we have in this group and just the dynamic we have. I think it could be really, really fun. Yeah. That's um, very true. So I'm personally looking forward to uh, a few potential Fortnite things we have going, but I'm mainly uh, excited for the ha- the Halo tournament that we have planned to eventually do. Uh, I've been grinding a lot of Halo recently to get ready for this thing, because I know it's, there's like a very large skill gap. So, uh, But I love playing Halo a lot, so, even though I haven't played it recently up until we started talking about this, but it was, it's really fun, and I can't wait for, the, for that. Yeah, what's, what's Halo like nowadays? I haven't played Halo in probably a good year and a half. Roughly it's, the it's, same as it always has been. <laughs> it's a, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's the same as it has been. But they've streamlined. They kind of. You remember that time where Halo Five wasn't super popular, and they were just cycling all the like really fun game modes to try and get people to come back. It's not like yeah. that now. So like they yeah. have like the the Husky Raid game mode, the Fiesta game mode, and stuff like that, uh, constantly in their rotation. Since even for Infinite, because Infinite doesn't get many players, but mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like that. I think so, uh, all the fun stuff. The, I think the mobility's gotten better a little bit because you've got like a little like a little dash now, and you can like grab on to grab on the ledges and pull yourself up. I think that might have been a, a, in Halo Five yeah, as that, well, but 
yeah, that's a thing that they have in there. There's like these special like sort of augment things that you have on like next to your like grenade slots that you can mm-hmm. find on the ground equip and you like there's a grappling hook one, there's a boost one, there's an invisible ability one, there's something like a dash and a heavy slam one. There's a few of them. The grappling hook is pretty fun. Especially yeah. if you have like a sword or a gravity hammer. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can just take that into someone. You can you can attach it to like a person and then yeah. just like go into them. <laughs> yeah. Now unfortunately the execution thing from previous games is no longer a thing it seems so yeah, yeah, that that was the biggest letdown of, of uh, Halo Infinite. All the movement stuff they did was like super cool. Uh, that they, you know, everyone didn't like the movement in Halo Five for the most part. Yeah. But Halo Infinite kind of like streamlined those movements. But they got rid of one of the staples. I think mainly because Call of Duty picked up executions for Warzone. I think that pressured Halo to drop it, uh, and that is a tragedy. But I think then also. No, didn't sorry, they go, go from didn't they go from like an M rating down to a T rating too? Um, yeah, I I think so because uh, I think they rated the campaign in M still, but the multiplayer was a T because they dropped the uh, blood in it. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they dropped the assassinations. So yeah, probably that, yeah. <laughs> no, assass- <laughs> no assassinations, no blood. <laughs> yeah, some of them were pretty brutal in five. There so yeah. Much- yeah. <laughs> 12-year-old me was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> Why does he have to punch that man so many times before he stabs him? <laughs> anyway, this is a, this is a good uh, like launching pad for our sister podcast, uh, No Constellation Halo, which we will definitely be doing in the future where we specifically talk about the game development side of Halo. But um, just, just to loop back to uh, Fall Guys, because the big fall is the event that we have on the horizon. Um, I think one of the really cool things about it is we had never run, we've, we've run very few customs in Fall Guys before. We've just like played in public lobbies and, you know, there you're mainly like working collaboratively, especially since they like added the other uh, modes other than just solos. And so I think it's going to, it's going to add an interesting flavor to the mix of, you know, not, you know, it's not just Fall Guys, but it's Fall Guys against the boys. And, you know, there's a lot of trolling you can do in Fall Guys and some people don't like that. Some people feed off of that in our group too. There are some exclusively trolls in this group in Fall Guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that aspect of it. I'll say that. there's some head there's some head hunters. Oh yeah, <laughs> there are there are, and they pretty much decide on a whim. <laughs> Eric, make, Eric makes me very nervous. I'll say that. Yeah, we'll have to we we, we still have iron out the details of how we're going to pick teams, but that's going to be a very interesting dynamic going in do you want like one one runner and one troll do you want to just like try and assemble the best team possible do you want two trolls and then you're just purely just agents of chaos i don't know there's a lot to consider if if hamilton and jacob get on the same team it's going to be dangerous those those boys are going to be taking heads (laughs) it's similar like it's it's crazy because like you you know about the eric factor that we've previously discussed and you will discuss further in once we go over the roster but um now you have two more people who are just <laughs> have that factor as well of just wild card uh unpredictability very true very true um do we want to just you know go straight on in we're kind of we're kind of hinting at people without Let's like any, any any real yeah. context do do everyone's probably go, so, go, everyone's go probably so confused boys? Yeah, so we got we got we got a little PowerPoint prep for y'all. <laughs> uh, 
high all, quality. All, all, all the major <laughs> players in our league. You know, there might be some guests here and there, but these are going to be sort of the, these are the people who I expect to be there for the most part, day in, day out. Um, so, want to go ahead and kick that off? Yep, sounds good. We have roughly oh. it's like roughly ten of us who's kind of mm-hmm. that core group, and then there's roughly three or four who will probably come in once in a once in a blue moon. Uh, Gabe being one of them for a tournament. Yeah. yeah, and we'll have to see too. You know, one one of my favorite parts about when we did the podcast tournaments is that when we did open it up to the community, we had about two or three people show interest. Um, and so, you know, like we, we got, we got like a core of people who we can expect to be consistent, but you know, by no means are, are we, are we closed off? We love, we love incorporating people and just having fun with it. Yeah. The more, the more, the merrier always. So Freddie, you want to take it away with the start of our player profiles? Uh, sure. So, uh, coincidentally, the first person obviously is, is Austin, Mr. Knapstack himself. Um, so so for his first bullet point, uh, it's he's dependable. I mean, he he's the one who got us all together to set up all this podcast. He's a great he's a great person. He's a great friend, and he's the person you would want most in your corner at times when you when you need someone. So uh, we all love him for that, and we love that he is able to be there for us like that. Uh, second of all, he's an animal lover. He I don't know if you could see in the background, but uh, he I, he might have a little furry companion. <laughs> back there uh named clover who is uh, who is his girlfriend autumn's dog who we who we met recently and fell in love with but he also has his own dog named doug uh he's he's adorable named after named after the doug the doug from uh the movie up i believe if if memory serves me correct if that's why if that's why he did it but um yeah but yeah that's just an interesting thing uh and then champion uh Austin is very good at games and in almost every single tournament or event we've had involving gaming, he has either finished first or second in every single attempt. I think he's two for, I think he's two for three overall because the first one he was with me and we lost unfortunately, but yeah. And I do want to, uh, pick, but overall he's a fierce competitor, uh, nasty in rocket league. It just, just the best player I've personally seen and played with. But um I do want to I do want to put a side mention onto a uh wet category. Uh this is it's a joke in between in, in this group that we will probably explain later, but I just wanted to shout that out and also to mention the uh picture on the right. Uh also can you please explain what that picture is from? Okay. So this is actually one of the greatest tragedies of my life that you're looking at. <laughs> that is of the night uh, when the college I went to won the national championship. And it had been a long night of celebrating. I was very, very happy. Um, and my friend and I were doing dares of it, it, we, we, we were just at, at that point, we were unintelligible. But basically, we were just trying to think of public ways we could shame ourselves by calling ourselves manatees. Um, and I had a glass of water in my hand. That, that is my hand in the picture. I will, I will never dispute that. And I was recording a video saying, I'm a manatee. I'm a manatee. And my friend grabbed my arm and used my own hand to dunk water on myself. <laughs> After that video went public, everyone I know was like, why'd you dump water on yourself? Why'd you dump water on yourself? 
I didn't. I will go down to my grave defending that. I was framed. That is my hand, but it was not under my control. I am a, a firm believer, as someone who saw that video that night, that he did indeed dump water upon himself. That <laughs> <Not, laughs> he was not forced to do so. <laughs> and the worst part is, is my friend who did it. He refuses to acknowledge it. Oh, yeah. he, will, he will not <laughs> he acknowledge it whatsoever. <laughs> he refuses. It is just, ah. Uh, uh, you know, every, every time I look at that picture, a little part of me dies just knowing the public will never... I was I was gonna make an OJ joke, but not gonna do that. Um, uh, well, spe- speaking of pictures uh, that make you want to die, uh, what about the other half of that picture, Austin? How do you feel about that one? Um, I mean, I, I just look good. Like, <laughs> oh, middle school nothing, Austin. Nothing, oh my nothing, gosh. nothing more to say. That you can tell it's someone about to give the performance of a lifetime. Um, I'm a very out, outside of this. I'm a very well accomplished actor. Yeah. Um, playwright, and that's just a little piece of myself that I like to sort of keep keep private. But that was that was my first introduction to theater, um, and and it's never stopped since. I I just love 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 the show. Um, a little nugget of information here: if you see that <laughs> arm in front of Austin, that may or may not be me. So, <laughs> Un- undetermined whether or not that is his arm or not, but he feels pretty confident that that little elbow is his. We 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 have hired a a uh, detective to find the original picture to see if it is true. Yeah, we need we need uh, we need well we don't, we don't need two detectives. We need the detective for two cases. That's yeah. true. We have two we have two unsolved crimes. <laughs> 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 we need we need a Photoshop detective. <laughs> we need a Kowalski yeah. to analyze these two both of these pictures i want to know if there's any shadows in the background of my glass picture (laughs) (laughs) okay wait is there is there a mirrored image in the glass we who knows glass glass i don't think so yeah any money we make off the start of this will all go towards hiring the best private investigator we can find yep (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll we'll solve the problem eventually a little evidence for my for that being me my arm in front of Austin is I was short back then and I still am, <laughs> but I was shorter than Austin and I do look to be, it, that person does look to be in fact shorter than Austin, but that's oh, all man. I have going for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of this podcast just digging for that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find the evidence. I'm, ge- I'm genuinely well, curious now. It's going to be well, really embarrassing if it's someone else. I'm going to be kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, that's, so that's Austin. Uh, do we maybe want to move on to the next person, Shell? Sure. All right. We got Danny, the man in the, in the bottom left on my screen. Um, he is, look at, look at his legendary pose there on the left. It really God, just. So, so legendary. Don't know how you guys got that picture. <laughs> we have our <laughs> sources. That's, that's at my house. And I think I was with my neighbor, Aiden, at the time. And I don't know how one of you <laughs> managed to find that picture. <laughs> we have our way, Danny. It's just such a good picture of you. It's such why a good you, personality why, pick. Why are you so low? I I don't know. We we were just we were just having a time, uh, and I don't. <laughs> it's one of those times where you just kind of 
blackout doing random shit. And uh, that that was definitely that was definitely one of the times. And I just I still don't know how you got that photo. <laughs> I would love to see this on your Tinder profile. <laughs> I think that's a perfect Tinder yeah, photo. I, I'm, if I make a Tinder, that's the first photo I'm putting on there. <laughs> And then, of course, the picture <laughs> on the right is just you cheesing. You're absolutely cheesing. Baby face, Dan. Big, big cheesing. Yeah, dude, if I shave, I still have baby face. It's a big issue. <laughs> Gotta, <laughs> I have to keep the facial hair on or else I go back. I revert back to senior year high school, Danny. Oh, yeah. Classic. I could live with that. I, could live with that. <laughs> I will say this, though. One time he did have to shave and he had a goatee for a solid like day and a half. Something. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said. I the goatee at least makes no baby face. If I go no facial hair, it comes back. Oh yeah, I I could I know. So for that first bullet point of dominating, it's just part of his name. He's he's dominating in all the category. Like he's dominant in all the categories of games we play, or at least the ones we have played so far. Um, I think it'll be interesting going throughout the season and seeing the different games we play and how talented he'll be in those. Cause on, on our core, the core games we play, um, he's always one of the top dogs. Um, so, you know, I, you never know what you're going to get when you go to the other games and you never know what you're going to see, but he'll always be it, it. If not average, better than average in every game he plays. So, Danny, is just, that what the first D in your name stands for? Dog Dominator. <laughs> Dog Dominator. That's a, uh, that that name. Uh, I remember the origin of that name because it was in middle school when I first got my Xbox, and I was first allowed to get Xbox Live by my parents, uh, who were adamantly against it uh, originally when I got my Xbox because they didn't want me talking to random people, <laughs> uh, which was super sick. And, Smart uh, parents. Eventually, eventually convinced them. All right, I I want to play with my friends. Uh, I'll pay for my own Xbox Live, whatever. And then I was trying to come up with a name, and I was like, I want it to have Dominator in it. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna dominate the games. Little middle school Danny, big confident. But I wanted <laughs> it to be like the Dominator or like something like that. But all the variations of like the Dominator or uh anything like that were taken. Uh, and so I went to my parents and I asked, like, what, how could I, like, be the, like, what sounds like the dominator? Uh, and they were like, well, D dominator kind of sounds like the, it's, you know, kind of a little slant rhyme-ish, uh, in a way, which was really stretching it. But, uh, that's, <laughs> that's where the D came from. It's, it's supposed to be like the, like the dominator, but it's a D. Oh, like yeah. a DA, like duh dominator. Yeah, but that was mm-hmm. taken. So we just double, double D dominator. True so, visionaries at work. When I first saw the name, I, I'm not going to lie, I thought you were getting some Dominic Toretto vibes, you know, from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> you know what? Like, if Danny, if you shaved all your hair off your head and your face, I don't know. I could see it. If you put, put them side by side, I could see some Dominic Toretto vibes. All right. Oh, well, hold on. He's also, look later. <laughs> he's also, he's also got to wear a, a tank top, white tank top, um, speak very low, and just constantly saying family, as we all know. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I have a white tank top, but I, you know, I might have to eventually later in later in my years see the look, see how close it is. Yeah, and so the next bullet point we have here is Spiffy, and um, as you can see in the right picture, 
That really just describes the spiffiness that <laughs> that Danny embodies. Shell, <laughs> um, you do know that in that in that actual picture, there are like seven other of us, right? Yes, I I I am aware. <laughs> yeah, but who's looking spiffy? Um, All right, that's fair. Me. You do you do look spiffy. <laughs> look at that I mean, smile. I'm so. Spiffy. I mean that that picture on the left too. You're looking pretty spiffy, my guy. <laughs> God, he's that kind of spiffy. <laughs> that pose gets me going, my guy. All right, I don't uh, know why I'm so low. <laughs> are your knees okay? <laughs> they, it just has to be. It has to be, you know, face-offs. Like that's what it comes down to. Like lacrosse mm. face-offs must have lowered my center of gravity in high school. <laughs> Danny, can you still do that pose today? No. <laughs> I, I will say that I'll also gives me do- that, that that picture also gives me Dominic Toretto vibes. You know what oh, I mean? Like, God, you know, it's like it's giving me the vibes. Like he's got the car in the background. <laughs> he's nailed down like that. Bro. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> like you just stole actually... like a million dollars from a bank, and I'm about to give it to your family. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you caught me. I'm actually a huge Dominic Toretto fan. <laughs> The conspiracy gets <laughs> gross even more. Danny just won't stop talking about his family. <laughs> That's all I ever talk about. So the next um, the next bullet point we have here is guns. I'm not quite sure what they're what people were getting at with the guns, but he's got some absolute cannons. Like you can kind of see him on the picture on the left. You know what I mean? Like he's got he's got some absolute oh, no. cannons. <laughs> I was also I was also just like when I when I typed that I was just hinting at just like any any game that has guns in it. Oh, okay, I got you. Danny is just a a, a freaking natural. And going back to the to the D Dominator origin when you were first starting to play online games, didn't you like get like in addition to your parents not wanting to play online games, didn't you get invited to like a pro or like semi pro like Halo tournament, and they and they didn't let you play? Yeah, yeah, I I, I was I was a big halo guy when i was a kid because i wasn't allowed to play m-rated games uh pretty much until uh i was um allowed to play online and before that the only m-rated game i was allowed to play was halo because of the fact that it was m but there was only a little bit of blood in multiplayer i wasn't allowed to play the campaign uh and so for probably five years of my like youth i spent most every week at least once a week going to my cousin's house who owned an xbox and who owned halo and the five of us playing halo together in custom games for like six or seven hours so then once i was finally able to play halo uh on my own xbox online it turned out i was actually really good at halo and i was invited it was a semi-pro uh tournament thing um which uh, at the time, it wasn't for like a money. It was it was just like a uh, it was a tournament inviting good players to like showcase and showcase the game and stuff. And my parents were not good with that. Uh, <laughs> but that was I do have roots in in shooter games, and I've always been good at those kind of games, probably because of that. <laughs> Dan, be honest, you played the campaign anyway, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> You don't need to talk about that. <laughs> which one was it, by the way? I'm actually curious. Which what, which one did you start with? 
with that. Uh, I started playing at my cousin's house on Halo Three ODST, ah, and then yeah, that's a weird. Uh, that, that's a weird one to start on. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But that was the one they had. At, like that was the one that came out when I first started playing, I think. Uh, and then the one we played the most over the five years was Halo Reach. Because oh, uh, the forge, the, oh, the, forge the forge on Halo Reach is was so good, unmatched in the custom forge. Uh, we mainly played uh, like infected or like firefight, like firefight. Fire, yeah. Oh, it's so fun! Just uh, yeah, so many custom games to choose from. That was the Halo Reach was the the game of choice overall. For the record, right. he's the one who makes me the most nervous when it comes to the Halo tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, easily. Yeah, um, I think that's it for Danny. Though we can move on to the next person. Yeah, we're gonna we're going through all of us first, so we're going right into Shell. Oh no! And uh, he's he's some high quality pictures of Shell. First off, I'd, I'd like that to be stated. <laughs> I don't uh, know that second one. Uh, the second one is a. I loved that version of Shell, like kind of like the half bowl cut in the front. That yeah, was that's you know one it. of my favorite shells. You know, it. Uh, <laughs> from back in the day. But Shell, you know. <laughs> the visor, yeah. The, the <laughs> first bullet point, he's a vibe master. You know, he he's never gonna get really down on a game. He's never gonna really get, uh, you know, quiet or you know, kind of hidden in the corner while everyone else is talking. Shell is always kind of in the forefront of the vibes, having a good time with the boys. Uh, rain or shine, he's there to have fun. So he's probably one of the, uh. Vibiest members of the group. We have some others who definitely play for exclusively the vibes and never get down. But Shell's definitely one of the top ones. Uh, he's very humble. Uh, just in, in his life and in games, he never will, you know, chat too much shit about you know himself. He might he'll chat shit to some other people, you know, some friendly banter. But overall, like through his gameplay and, and through his life, he's a very humble person, uh, and that's what we love about him. Uh, and then Doctor, uh, that one could be taken a couple ways. Shell is, <laughs> is very much kind of an anchor in many games. Uh, and in many games we play, there is a, a, a healer format. Uh, and he, he definitely is the doctor of the team. Like I said, he keeps those vibes up for the team. If the team's feeling down, he's there to fix it. Uh, and, you know, in, in things like Rocket League, you make a mistake and, you know, someone's wide open and on goal, shells in goal. He's ready to fix the wound. So, he's <laughs> he, in in that regard, he's he's a true a true doctor. Uh, but shell, can, can we see that haircut uh sometime in the future? Again, <laughs> bring That's back a personal request. Bring back the uh the visor. Bull cut. <laughs> Bull cut. Oh gosh, the coconut hair. I I rocked that. <laughs> I rocked it. All right. <laughs> did indeed rock it. Um. You did. I could give some more context a little bit to that picture yeah, on the right. Please. Go ahead. Please. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think I remember when that picture was taken. So when I was, I think that was sophomore or freshman year of high school. I, this was like me getting started with the robotics team. And like, I don't remember who was going around, but we were in like the FTC first tech challenge tournament. This is like smaller robots just kind of getting into it, which later I would then start the full robotics competition team and it was really um and that's when we really shined and like i started the whole robotics team but i digress from that um so that was me like i was building something 
with like the Lego robotics like pieces and someone took a picture and posted it somewhere. I don't know who it was or why. I think it was probably for our school. It was probably like something to promote like STEM learning in our school. And so that's how it became public. Yeah, I think I, uh, I cut off FA's or our our high school's page. I think it's like a <laughs> promotional content for FA Robotics. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I recognize that from one of the, I remember that being like a post the robotics had put out. Uh, the other picture show that might be the most forced smile I've ever seen in my life, and I can't oh, decide 100%. if it's because I can't decide if it's because you're about to shit yourself because you're gonna go like ziplining or something, or like what's, no. what's going on? That's the fakest smile I've ever seen from you ever. So, um, I, we went, me and my family, we went to this ropes course, and um. I we were just doing everything, you know. I was just vibing, doing. We did the first like <laughs> there's like it was like a three tiered ropes course. So okay. I did the first round. I did everything pretty easily. So I went to the second round. I did everything pretty easily. Then I went to the third round, and I was a little scared because it was higher up, and I'm like a little bit afraid of heights. And but I did everything up there. And so then the people for the ropes course were like, "Oh, you did everything, didn't you?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like. Oh, you should get your picture on the wall because you've done everything at the ropes course. <laughs> and so I was Why? I, because it's like it was apparently it's really hard to do. I don't I don't know, and not many people do it. Oh, so like, <laughs> so I got my picture on because I did everything at that ropes course. I literally did everything. I got my picture on the wall, and that was the picture of. <laughs> on the wall and then like my mom just like kept asking to take pictures i was probably standing there forever just taking pictures <laughs> and all of it he's done <laughs> and my and my mom is uh pretty much known for being bad with technology so she was doing you know the the figuring out how to get the camera set up and how to take the picture and all that stuff yeah, so yeah. <laughs> i'm just getting a little tired of it i was like all right Let's let's move on. I don't think my picture taken. It's, it's okay, Shell. You can you can confess that you asked them to put your picture up on I just did all of this. Like since, so I don't even know if it's still up on the wall or not. You have to make a There's trip no back way. to see if it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the myth, the legend. But, we'll hire yeah, the investigator to check that out. That's pretty Yeah, much another thing for the investigator. Yeah, I guess we have three things now. He has to go see if it's still on the wall. But uh, that's kind of it for show. Move on to Austin to cover Freddy here. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, one, one of the the rocks of this friend group, F. Getty, the man himself, um, recently actually lost his horse on the left there. So everyone just... Send your respects, love to Freddie and, and his family. I know Freddie had a had a very special bond with his horse and, you know, just wanted to showcase that and just, you know, Freddie, we love you and I'm just just really sorry for your loss. But rest in peace for it. Rest in peace for it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. But um Freddie, like in any space team, anything that he's a part of, he always absolutely wears his heart on his sleeve um he's the first person to sort of scream and shout when something positive happens he's also the first person to probably scream and shout when something bad happens um but you know the moral of the story is freddie is absolutely ride or die and you know 
those are the type of type of real and authentic people you always want around and why he always is, you know, extremely valuable to any group he's a part of. Second up, Freddie is a hunter. He's he's ruthless. Um, he quite literally hunts foxes. And, you know, no, no, no one else in this group can say they've ever hunted a fox before. So that's that's something special, a special talent that Freddie has. I don't know how particularly relevant it will be to our um, tournaments, but if we ever did host a fox hunting tournament, <laughs> if, if we ever do that, I am smoking all of you. <laughs> I think I've got a very important question for you, Fred. What yeah. does the fox say? Let's let's put this to rest. Mm. Does it say um, different when it's being hunted? I just. Um, so I think it's mainly a combination of, oh shit, here, here come the hounds. And I think it's like, from my personal perspective, it's like a combination of running and them also playing, be playing along with it. If you know what I mean? Like, ha, try to catch me, bitch. I I feel like the foxes might just be running. I don't, (laughs) I don't know if they want to be caught. I I think they might just run. We don't don't try and catch them. We just chase them. But if you're a fox, how do you know that you're not <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how do you know that these dogs aren't chasing to kill you? I mean, I don't know. And at least one of you has a gun, right? No. <laughs> what is what? with this obsession? We are we already <laughs> talked about this. Well, see, it's it's just the perspective <laughs> of if you're a fox, right? You're not you're not a very intelligent being. You know, you live eat you don't know you that. Know, you, kill, you kill things to eat. And, uh, yeah, you know, you, you, know, you have this, your own personal this, problems this with foxes. Dog, this, this dog and a, a big person on a horse chasing you. I don't think they're going to play around. I, I think they're just <laughs> running to run. That's, is this just, if that's just me. Is this just turning into a grilling session about the sport I do? Well, it's not grilling. No, we're just curious <laughs> yeah. about it and why it's. Yeah. I don't well, know. I, is. <laughs> I I I know we're chasing them, and I'm sure they do. They are scared, but at the same time, I feel like the fact that it's been going on for so long, I feel like they just like get into it too. I don't know. I mean, That's... maybe some of the how long, I don't know how long a fox lives, so I don't I don't know if you're chasing the same foxes every time or, or what goes on with that. Uh, but it's usually yeah. probably the same ones. The dens are always the same. Okay. So they're just like your little, fox, they're your little fox homies. They 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 know what's up. <laughs> then maybe they know what's up. They they're tell like, their oh, kids, shit, it's look out day. dog and horse guy. <laughs> I will say, if you gave them a treat or something, then you wouldn't have to chase them very long. Uh, I don't think foxes do treats. I don't. You throw you throw them like a dead a dead squirrel or a dead Wait. rabbit or something. They'll be they'll be pretty happy. My. M- my one of my family members actually like goes around in the woods area and like puts out like raw chicken for them to eat and stuff. So okay, so they do do treats. That's that that's that's nice. I, it's you know this is a it's more a positive portrayal of, of fox hunting than I was anticipating. But... <laughs> oh, you just thought it was gonna be all negatives, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't know that there was there was sort of like give and take. It's kind of like you guys are doing a little little comedy routine. I don't know, like put like. What's the what's the funny saxophone song? You know, like the dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun, yeah. Dun. <laughs> I will say for for anyone who doesn't know what they wear when they fox hunt, please look it up. It is it is great. Well, is I don't want to look it up because 
I'm just picturing them covered in chicken breasts. <laughs> so they so that it lures the fox in. There's a it's very <laughs> formal, very formal, very British origin type wear. Uh, because you know it is a, is a originally a British sport, but it is they're riding out there like the redcoats. A few of them. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> I wanna called, host. They're called pink. <laughs> we should, Freddie. Have you ever played polo? I feel like no, that's the, the no, similar vibe. Want, no, but I want to. It looks like fun. That's what. All right, one of the events, boys. We're running. <laughs> we're all gonna get on a horse. No, no. I want to host a one v one duel in fox hunting, where Freddie goes <laughs> through all the thing. He's got you know like the twenty hounds going. He can have as many resources he wants, and then we just load up shell with raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> And then Shell and runs around with a rock. Well, hold on. Here's he the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. If Shell's running around with raw chicken, the hounds are gonna like chase him instead. Shell's gonna catch foxes and hounds. He's gonna be the winner. So this, do, I, do I get the fox first or do the hounds get me first? Well, the hounds are gonna get you from a mile away. I'm sorry. No matter what you do, they're gonna get you, Shell. He's just running through the forest looking for foxes and raw chicken as he gets chased by dogs. <laughs> you guys are just gonna end up thinking that Shell's a fox and hunting him instead. <laughs> That's exactly what I would want because then I have more time to find the fox myself. I mean, if, if you ask the foxes, it's a good time, apparently. But I guess so. I just going mean the savior on, going of the foxes. On the, going on to the final point, uh-huh. um, Freddy is an absolute grinder um, of video games, especially the challenge side of video games, which is something I personally can't really relate to and understand. But I do respect it. Like the sheer amount of cosmetics that Freddy has accumulated in Fortnite and the amount of like work and effort he's put in to get them is, you know, it, it's it's genuinely impressive. And I think a true feat of mentality that I don't have. So as always for that, Freddy, props to you. And I know it like it serves you well. And especially in Fortnite, he's a, he's a lethal force. Yeah, grinder like, through and through. <laughs> just, uh, he, I mean, we played we played Fortnite last night, and he uh, he was like the max level and had all the all the skins. So, uh, we haven't played Fortnite in ages. So the kid still grinds without us. Yeah, um, I have been I've gotten maxed here every season since season five of the first chapter. That was like twenty seventeen. That's a that long time. That is the grind. That is the grind. I was peak Austin and I playing in Fortnite tournaments, and the the FNCSs were that was that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was rooting I mean, you guys on. You guys were so close. Freddie, you can um, you can grind all the challenges you want, but I I will always be the king of retail row. I know, um, but you can have retail row if it ever comes back. I, although Jake, although king. you you have claimed to retail row, but Jaco has claimed to uh. Coney. Oh, Coney, thank you. Co- Coney, whatever it is. But uh, I will also <laughs> put in a little tidbit here. Uh, Austin used to semi-grind for uh, Fortnite as well. And it was coming towards the end of the season one year. And he was, and he, I think he's, and he was so close to finishing it. And I, and I, and uh, we sort of came to a mutual agreement for me to uh, oh, get yeah. the final tears of his account <laughs> g- getting up. He, he, I, he, I, I grinded. Freddy count and go to grind for him. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I got him up to tier 120 in like two and a half hours. 
Yeah, I think the crazy thing is that you wanted to do that more than I wanted the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Freddie was like, yeah, just like, I definitely want to do it. I was just like, I'm kind of impartial. Like, some of these skits are cool, but like, you don't have to go out of your way to do that. And Freddie was like, I want to. And then Give me it up. happened. <laughs> and then we got into this whole conversation about me being a pirate. Oh man, I don't, I don't remember that, but that's probably that was true. an Austin and I thing. <laughs> that was a pirate. Yeah. Apparently. Oh man, I, I think, I think we got to tie a bow on it, or else we're gonna go into the Freddy yeah, grind yeah. set for for the next for the next two hours. Um, let's let's see who we got next. Yeah. So next is Hamilton, the live haddock seven four twenty six hammy. Um, just looking like a true king in these in these photos. Um, so for the first bullet point, uh, enforcer, the man is a hulking beast. Uh, the the kid is the kid is six is like six three. I don't know how much he weighs, but it's like he's a unit. Four hundred uh, pounds. <laughs> Four hundred pounds of pure muscle mass. Last I talked uh, to him, he, he had hit two hundred. Oh. Well, there you go. There's that answer. <laughs> um, the kid does a lot of stuff physically. Uh, he, I don't remember. I don't know if he still does this, but he used to run marathons and train for like uh, Ironmans, half Ironmans, all that stuff. Which is what that photo is him doing on the left, just not looking tired at all, just just grinding it out. <laughs> cold running season that it is. Uh, but yeah, he does. He does that. He's also currently. Uh, a part of a semi-pro soccer team where he lives, uh, playing as a goalie. So, and he's been playing goalie since we were in middle school. So he's really good to that extent. But he also he also rides a bike. I'm pretty sure, or he used to. He he's done a lot of stuff. The kid is an athletic. Freak. He does something almost like every day athletically. Yeah, he um, he is a unit to be sure, and uh, he might be the best picture taker of the group. As I have probably ten more pictures than the little ones you see of just the most photogenic person you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I, I, my <laughs> favorite picture. Hat. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> picture of him is that. And I think you all know this picture, uh, winter green. You all know what it is. The one of him, like all swollen up. <laughs> yep. The, the picture he posted on his Instagram the day after he went to winter green and collided <laughs> with an old woman on the, slope yeah that's uh, that 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 you know he, he may have given himself a concussion and broken her arm uh but that's one of the key reasons i, I look at him as an enforcer yeah, is because yeah. i mean that woman was was in his way yeah and hamilton's the type of guy he's not gonna let you know just because you're probably like 60 years old <laughs> maybe older have gray hair are not moving on your skis are completely stationary <laughs> hamilton's not about to let you just get get away with you know being in being in his route so <laughs> yeah he he's, he's gonna hurt me for mentioning that story for sure yeah he uh he definitely you know he he's a lad who occasionally will will pick up a lad and, and try and remove them to the outdoors of a party every now and then as well he uh he'll he'll throw his body around a couple of drinks get in them sometimes yeah uh so speaking about throwing his body around the next bullet point is uh headlocks um 
So I have been on the receiving end of these many times. It's a, it's a. He, whenever you upset him or, or maybe just, just slight, or you're having too much fun, uh, the kid is prone to throwing <laughs> you in a headlock. Uh, it's like I said, been in one many times. I'm not sure how many times you've been in one. It, it he's the kid's got a fierce grip to it. It, he will not let you go no matter what you do. And uh, one time I feared for my life about it. So. Yeah, you uh, can avoid at all costs. Mo- most of the time, he does it very, very playfully. And uh, if you put this man in a pool, the headlocks are coming out. That's yeah, that's prime oh, real yeah. for yeah, headlock Hamilton. Uh, but I, I, a lot of the time, it's 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 always joking uh, from him. But he he was and always has been a fan of of the good old headlock. And the next the next point that goes with it, he is giggling the whole time that you're oh, in yeah. headlock. It is menacing. <laughs> yeah, this this going to the final point, the giggle. Um, Hamilton has the most iconic laugh I have ever heard in my life. It's what it's one of the things I associate most with him is that giggle. I can't like do it myself because I'd be doing it a disservice uh, in these in these upcoming tournaments that he will be a part of with us. If you listen closely, you will hear him laughing, and it's uh, it's a treat to hear. It's one of the best laughs I've ever heard, and I. I and just thinking about it makes me laugh. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. It, it's amazing that laugh of his. All right, Danny, give us your best Hamilton. Oh, dude, I can't do the Hamilton giggle. See, no one can. <laughs> it's so like, unique. I feel and like so I go good. too deep with it. <laughs> you know, I feel like I could, but I'm pretty sure the last time I did it, he put me in a headlock. That's probably true. a factor. It, it, you know, like Freddie said, you'll hear it in the tournaments uh, eventually. But if you imagine a grown man giggling in your ear like a child as he headlocks you, that that's the right vibe to have. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and it's just pure bliss. He's just he's just giggling his heart out. <laughs> I could give it. I could give it my best impression. Yeah, um, give it your best. But I'm probably gonna get a. I'm probably gonna get in the headlock later for this. Um, You're 100 percent getting a headlock. <laughs> so he's gonna hear this, like, and he's gonna put like, you in a headlock. It's kind of like. <laughs> that, that's not even that good. Nope, you're, you're right, right, not. Right. Not the cat's out of the bag. Shell did it first, so I'm gonna try. It's like, <laughs> dude, Austin's interpretation is always the same. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> the headlock. He sounds like, it's like a, hey, it's hey, like hey, a hey. TV character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who does it's Matt Albert? That's that's who does the hey, yeah. hey, hey, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a. <laughs> Less <Okay>. good version. <laughs> that's actually not terrible. <laughs> that's not terrible. It, it can I be like, better because feel like you're not speaking. using your. I feel like you're not using your throat enough, Shell. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do it. It's like really rough. Shell, yeah, you're gonna get so it. headlocked. Oh yeah, that, I'm aware. Oh, yeah, one, I know it's coming. One final note about Hamilton. Uh he is constantly smiling. It's it's crazy. He every time you see him, he's smiling, and it's and it's um, shocking how much he smiles. I mean, look at that most of the time, it's a mischievous grin. Mm-hmm. When did he he got his braces off in like junior year of college or something? Like, it was late. No, he didn't. Well, well no, no, he, he got, got them off earlier. No, that's right. He got them off early, and then he had to put them back on because he ran yeah. into a lady. Yep, and then he got oh, him oh, yeah. off. Ski- when he was skiing, he got oh, him off. Right, like a few, he yeah. got him off a, a few weeks yeah. before he went skiing, and then he, yeah, the, the lady messed him up yeah, so was, bad. Senior high school, he got him off. off, and then he had to yeah. put him back on until I think 
the end of that year, like the beginning of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like he, got, was, he, got, he, he already wore him for like three, four years, and then he finally was free and he had to put him back on. Yeah. By the way, it was a very, it was a very, very long time to wear in braces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, that, uh, is right. that is right. It wasn't too long, but it was long. But uh, yeah, that's all I, that's pretty much everything I got for him right now. Uh, moving on to the next person, and damn, we got an absolute player here. Yeah, I, I guess actually, I, you know, I don't have the PowerPoint in a view where I can see who's next, but this is me. It is Colin. Colin is next. Yeah, I'm just saying I, I'm the person who's supposed to be doing it. Um, but so Colin actually, you know, he may not he may not let it off, but the, the man is an is an actual rocket scientist. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. He literally went to, to, to school for aerospace engineering. And that face he makes in the picture on the left is the same face he makes every time he sees a rocket. Um, <laughs> it, ma- it makes him want to blast off. Um, <laughs> but he also is, uh, you know, I-, I-, I hate the pun, so I didn't do it, but he's, he's a firm believer. Uh, and that's spelled B-I-L-L-I-E-V-E-R. Uh, lifelong Bills fan. And that's actually his favorite picture of himself. Um if you ever run into Colin on the street, he almost always has it up on his phone and is just like trying to show people how much he loves that picture and is very happy that I still have access to it. Um, <laughs> just, you know, something he's very, very proud of. And ride or die, Bill's Mafia. Ride or die. Ride and or die. he's the creator of my favorite national holiday, Manatee Day. Yes! Um, Manatee Day! And the origin of that is a young Colin, I think, you know, like late middle school, early high school, had just installed Twitter. And my theory is that he didn't quite understand what Twitter was for and got really excited, was on a pier, saw a manatee right next to the pier, which is, you know, just quite quite the sight to see. I don't have any of you ever seen a manatee before? No. In person? I, 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 have. I, have, I have seen a manatee in person. I have, have also seen a, yeah. I have seen a manatee in person. They're, they're the sea, awesome. they're the cows of the sea. You? I, I don't think I've ever seen a manatee okay. in person, especially not in the wild. I didn't want to be not in the wild. wild not oh, not in the wild, like at a zoo or an aquarium. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he, he saw this like just like on a dock, like a manatee right next to it. And so, you know, understandably excited as I would be, he thought, you know, what's the best way I can share this moment? And having, you know, recently installed Twitter, not having any tweets, he decided to post a picture of the manatee just captioned manatee <laughs> which is which just like is, could not be further from how you use twitter but beautiful you can you can beautiful. understand how, how the emotion in the moment um overcame and so for a little while every year i would you know make a big deal trying to get as many people to retweet manatee as possible uh to see if i could make it go viral and see if i could change the twitterscape forever where everyone's just posting one word posting pictures of with one word captions um it, ne- it never caught on but every year i think it's april 19th uh around that time no it's definitely in march uh there, there there's some day of the year we we celebrate manatee day and that that's all thanks to colin <laughs> someday one of, one of the days of the year is manatee day fellas i have made a discovery here okay. um colin in that picture on the left okay. you guys ever seen the show little einstein's when you were yes. children the main yes. character, if you take the glasses off of him, looks exactly like Colin. Austin, if you're going live with the PowerPoint, I could post it in there. 
Okay, yeah, if you want to slide it into the next slide, I, I can flip to it. <laughs> Is it on Colin's slide or the next one? <laughs> you can put it after the slide. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, uh, uh, the hair color, but he's got the look. <laughs> he's got the hair. There's no style. way. You can also just put it on top of the Colin slide. Whatever is easiest. Oh, I was gonna. Okay, I'll do that. It's probably better. <laughs> he's got the hairstyle. Just put a little, put a hood oh. on this kid, and uh, change the color of the hair, and you've got it. And <laughs> has duplicated it and then deleted both of them. <laughs> Paste. Oh, is it up there? <laughs> I, do, I don't know what's happening. All right. Well, you had so, it on the other two slides, but then yeah. you deleted the other two slides. I, I cannot to put see it, on... it. I don't know if it'll mix well with the background. I can't. It's not letting me edit this. All right, I'm just gonna go make a new slide. <laughs> this is this right. is seamless. Oh yeah, this is Wait, go to the next <laughs> slide, Austin. It's just a white screen for me. It hasn't updated. <laughs> I see the clip art on mine. It's basically. Clip I, art. Oh, I I I got it up now, and I'm just gonna flip back and forth between the two of them. <laughs> Put a hood on Colin and then change this guy's hair, and <laughs> that's him. <laughs> wow, and I, you, you're right, Shell. This is this is incredible. He's flying off on a rocket. Any any rocket? Yeah, I mean, it's a rocketeer. Rocket. He's a spaceship man. All right, sorry. I just I when you mentioned the part about him liking rockets, that just came to mind. My bad. No, thank you. That 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 really rounds out Colin as a person, Shelter. So <laughs> thank thank you for that. Um, but that'll that'll take us to our next member. Yeah, so the next one will be Garrett. Uh, I've been playing personally uh, video games with Garrett since I was uh, a child. Uh, so we we've played a lot of games together throughout the years. Uh, I've known him since I since we both were like three. So uh, we have a long-standing. Uh, relationship of gaming together and i could definitely say he's probably one of the most confident gamers i've ever met and definitely the most confident person in this group and his gaming ability uh in general he's a very confident person he's one of the smartest per people i've ever met uh doing a little pre-med track getting mad if he doesn't get, have a 4-0 which he never doesn't have a 4-0 uh in college right now on, the, on doing pre-med uh his gaming ability is is a very similar caliber, especially in shooters. Uh, he is a very good gamer when it comes to shooters. COD is his game. Uh, if we ever do a COD tournament, Garrett will absolutely wipe the floor with anyone, uh, even myself included. Uh, he has the consistency across games that makes him dangerous in any tournament. Uh, he's probably one of the top guys uh, if in Fall Guys tournament coming up, the big fall. He's definitely a dangerous one. Not a shooter game, but he's still a very good gamer in that respect. Uh, he is also a gigantic metalhead. And uh, he's the only one of the group, but he is a massive metalhead. He did just uh, uh, play. He He's not a big like one for playing in a, a concert or performing, but he did get called up to perform for about an hour and a half at a small concert this past weekend, which he was super happy about. So that that's the kind of 
how how much he's into metalhead he he got on stage and did a bunch of screamo uh and <laughs> lost his voice pretty much but he he that's definitely a big part of him and his personality as you can see from the picture on the right especially the shirt um and then the last point carrot I, he's the only redheaded in the group and uh the picture on the right you can kind of see how long his hair is uh he tends to wear that that hair in a bun on the top of his head now and that hair stretches past his shoulders now so he's got some some luscious red locks and i, I think carrot is just a great way to describe the only redhead member of our group <laughs> he's kind of like a reverse carrot though the more i think about he it he is a little bit yeah it's like carrots you know <laughs> yeah. are, are orange on the top and they got the little truffle up top he's got you know the rest of his body is an orange that's not what we're referring to when we say carrot <laughs> But yeah, his, his, little, his little truffle at the top is, so he's like he's a got reverse a little truffle. He's a, he's a Tarak. <laughs> we'll go with Tarak, yes. <laughs> it sounds like a but, dinosaur. Yeah. That's no, right. it's, it's, no, it sounds like a creature. It sounds like a creature out of Magic the Gathering, Danny. Doesn't it? <sighs> There's uh, The closest thing would uh, be the Tarask. But yeah, he also, giant Magic player. Probably one of the uh, could if he wanted to be one of the better players in the U.S. for it. He's going to go to some tournaments soon, but the the kid can play Magic. The kid has a very very good memory. Yeah, I think he's also ranked uh, pretty highly in this in the uh, Lord of the Rings tabletop game. He told me he went to like this big tournament or whatever and like almost won the whole thing. So yeah, he he he's he's a big Lord of the Rings nerd. He. He loves magic. He loves tabletop games. Uh, Freddy himself too is also a huge Lord of the Rings nerd. We got a couple of those in this group, um, but he he's just a gamer through and through. Video games, tabletop games, he likes it all. He's also uh, the nicest guy imaginable in the world. No, he's he is an incredibly nice person. Uh, always looking out for others. Always ready to talk to people if they have some issues, especially. Um, Recently, he's he's been reaching out to people to talk to him if they have any problems. But that's pretty much it for him. If we want to move on to the next person uh, for oh. Shell here, oh, we're yep. looking forward to this one. So we've got <laughs> my man's Jacob or Jaco, as he you will hear us all call him by. And every time I get on the phone or in a call with him for the first time, I call him Jacoby Bryant. It's just my <laughs> special little nickname for him because he doesn't miss. Um, with, I mean, if you could see all these bullet points here, um, each one of these is a coined phrase by him for his team, because he is, we talked about being a, me being a vibe master before, but this guy is on the same level as me, if not higher, if I, in my opinion, um, he's, he's absolutely there for the vibes and is an absolutely attractive man. I mean, look at those pictures of him. He just looks so good. <laughs> um, so we could go into each of these bullet points a little bit more and what each of them mean. Lethal is something he'll throw out there when you're be- when you're absolutely on point and you're playing very well. Um, even if it's just like the premonition of you about to play well, you're still lethal and you're g- you're gonna show your lethality. Um, he's used that quite a bit and uses it as like as something to hype up his team and is r- really good at keeping his team uh, level-headed. Um, Huzzy, I'm not too 
sure what it means. It's kind of like an insult that you throw at someone, but doesn't really mean anything. It's you like they, husky. it's like they they did something. If like in Fall Guys, someone grabs you and you and you get thrown off the map or something because of it, it's like you call them a huzzy. But what does it mean? I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever figure out what it actually means. But it's we. Uh old-fashioned term for like a very flirtatious i guess like in the context of how it was used in the past woman but i i, I don't think that's very important um it's just you know someone who's a bit of a flirt someone who's very brazen and um i think that part of the reason why he might throw it out so much is just to sort of deflect from his own huzzy nature <laughs> because I, I don't know about you guys but but the, but the, the way he's looking at me in that picture on the left oh yeah god that's, that, 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 that's a person who's got a little bit of a flirtatious side to him <laughs> deflecting from his own i love the picture on the right he must be looking at something quite amazing there he is absolutely <laughs> astounded <laughs> um and then we go to the last bullet point which is tukus which is another way you could say this is a derriere or a bottom. Uh, a, I don't. He doesn't really throw it out as a a a butt a, a butt or anything like that. But he just kind of throws it out there, like you're being a tukus or like like kind of like a pain in the butt. You're, you're being a pain in the butt or something like that. Um, yeah, that's one we hadn't heard for a while until he brought it back last night. He brought the tukus yeah. back. That was that was a, a great yeah. surprise. And and I will say, I think a part of that was from the influence of Eric, who has been picking up his mannerisms a little bit. We'll get to him. Yeah, we, we haven't covered. We'll get, get to him. him. We'll get but to he him. He is he is very much copying the the Jacob uh, lingo of of Huzzy and Tukus. But uh, one one thing about Jacob that definitely needs to be said is if you need a speech from a man oh, God, to yeah. hype up the boys <laughs> oh god jacob jacob's your man there's no man better to give you a speech to get you ready to run through a brick wall than this man uh he he, he does like to quote the art of war by uh shun Tzu quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no man quite like him in, in giving a pep speech. We've we've gotten many from him, uh, whether it be, you know, for for a game we're playing or or in person. He's he's always ready to give an inspiring speech to the boys. Yes, and with think, that, I think, yeah, that's Jacob. On. Um, yeah. real quick, I got I got I have to say this. Uh, Jacob is Austin's friend from school. But he and I also share a close bond since we're from the same hometown, which we only found out like junior year of college when I first met him. It was a magical moment. Um, Freddie and Jacob probably spent about an hour straight at a party <laughs> just naming people and being like, you know them? The other person would be like, yeah, know them. And like, <laughs> just, 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 just back and forth. It, it was a true small town Americana moment. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a beautiful kinship formed immediately. It's a small world out here. But next person we have is David, also known as the one true bagel. Um, and you know, you might think that those two pictures were taken on the same day. Like maybe he was asleep (laughs) on the ground. Um, and then he moved to the car and fell asleep there wearing the same shirt. 
but no. Um, <laughs> those pictures are about four years um, in between each other and just represent the legacy of Party Dave. He is a. I think I think I was I was trying to think of the best word for Dave, and I think like menace is good. Like, there, there's kind of like a little bit like D- D- Dave likes to get under your skin, um, and you know it. It's it's at that point it's on you whether or not you let him because you know he's gonna do it. But he is he's very very effective at just sort of like a just like giving just like the most ridiculous takes which just kind of make you question everything and kind of kind of irritate you but he also knows like in game how to just you know push your buttons that little bit just to to turn things into his favor yeah he he probably is the biggest trash talker of the group and uh very easily gets under some people's skin uh within within our little collective of boys here uh he definitely has the ability to trash talk with the best of them he he also he kind of wiggles his way under with the the outrageous takes. Uh, for a long time, oh, uh, David, he long time Vikings fan. I think in high school he probably lost two hundred dollars to us mm-hmm. making outrageous Viking, outrageous Viking bets. Uh, and he is a man of word. He always he always stood by. He always he always paid his dues. But uh, he he's definitely one for outrageous uh, claims and. Uh, some of the stuff, you know, he's from Minnesota. He has a lot of the mannerisms. Uh, he says bagel instead of bagel, as Austin said earlier in his name. He is the one true bagel, not the one true bagel, as he would say. Uh, he he definitely, one of the more infuriating ones for myself is is apparently in Minnesota, it's not duck, duck, goose. It's duck, duck, gray duck. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that, that might be my least favorite thing. Uh, I forgot about that. Anyway. I will say one thing about him getting under your skin is if you like confront him about hit, like, him trash talking you, he'll he'll deny it and he'll just absolutely <laughs> yeah, deny no. it and be like, "What are you talking about? I'm not I'm not trash talking. <laughs> I'm not trash talking. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing the game." Yeah, <laughs> which is just another form of psychological warfare. Oh yeah, yeah that, 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 that he employs perfectly. <laughs> It's it, 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 it's all very calculated, and just the sooner you can recognize that, the sooner you can stop from falling prey to it. Because you know, if you just let if you just let the emotion take over, um, he's 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 gonna get you. Um, yeah. and especially when you combine that with his talent, especially in shooter titles. Yeah, and I mean, even some of the the characters he plays, you know, Tracer is one of the most annoying characters in Overwatch. Is someone who plays Overwatch a lot. That's an annoying character, and that's David's bread and butter. You know, just popping up, doing a bunch of damage, running away. It fits his 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 psychological warfare perfectly, and he he truly is a very good uh, player in shooter games. Yeah. So he, he's <laughs> he's definitely up there amongst one of the better players. I will also quickly mention that, like Shell, and also myself, because I've played a little bit of this too. He is also a uh, hardened veteran of the League of Legends. Yes, which big, which we have also talked guy. about potentially inputting into this format, maybe. But um, yeah, I, and, and also he's been playing a lot of Valorant with Austin and some of the other lads too. So he's he he's a fiend for competitive games, and uh, I'm nervous for some of these future ideas that we have for sure. He yeah, sold he, his soul to the League of Legends. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> Demon. Yes, he did. He's I back, sold though. Shell. Yeah, but he's Shell. Back. We sold. We also sold ours, and we got ours back. Yeah, but but he was he was deep. He was deep. He was. 
he he was in the what what is it the uh, nine levels of hell that he got sucked into yeah he made, it, he made it to like diamond like high diamond in league of legends which it was good consists of 30 minute queue timers yeah 30 minute to 45 really minute just waiting to get into a game so <laughs> yeah i do know from the last tournament uh he was he was on my team for the last tournament so i had a lot of talking with him he did adorn that purple shirt uh for the last tournament that we played uh in no constellation he saw those those two pictures come up for his player profile when we were uh talking about that and and he said i have that shirt in my closet i'm putting it on <laughs> and uh, I he will... did indeed send a picture he did put the shirt on <laughs> for the for the tournament i will quickly say that the the picture on the left is the is the second time he recre is the time he recreated the photo the picture on the right is the original i took that picture i am the i am the creator oh, of nice. the party dave photo picture nice. legend but I think, that's... I think that's dave in a nutshell um and i think we move on to our our final member uh one one of the one of the the later arrivals to our group but a, a man um who, who who has very much made his mark on all of us for better or for worse mm -hmm. and that is eric it's still up in debate it's still up to debate which one it is <laughs> the calamity toucher himself um you know D dave intentionally gets under your skin with the way he plays you know, Eric, I, I would say it's unintentional and it's not, you know, to the opposing team. It's very often to his own team just because, you know, he, he plays his own game. You know, the other people, even his own teammates are kind of, I think, also just obstacles in the way for Eric to play his own game. And so depending on whatever title you're playing, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. I haven't played a lot of Dead by Daylight, but it sounds like that kind of works for him because I, I think that's more of like an individual game where you know, that, that sort of mentality of just sort of following the objective, like with, you know, complete blinders on, you know, blocking any, anything else is, is a good thing. But in games like rocket league, um, it can be torturous to play on Eric's team because right. he will just hit the ball no matter which direction he's facing. He doesn't even know what color the teams are. Um, and I'd be lying if I said every now and then he hasn't made me rage a little bit. Yeah, he. Uh, I can't play on his team in Rocket League anymore. Uh, he has scarred my person uh, with own goals and uh, bumps on the same team. Uh, he he plays exclusively on ball cam, and Eric is a very that's a shiny object I want type of guy. Uh, so he only looks at the ball when he plays Rocket League in ball cam. So he that's why he doesn't know the color of his team sometimes scores own goals that way uh but otherwise he also doesn't know where the people are so he often runs into his own teammates going to get boost because he's not looking at anything other than the shiny ball in the sky uh and that's definitely you know he can make really good plays in rocket league he can make really good plays in, in overwatch and some of these other games but there's also that 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 chance that he'll just kind of turn the switch off in his brain and go on autopilot and He's going wherever he wants to go, and uh, but he is he is a dead by daylight prodigy, and uh, he he's he's probably one of the best dead by daylight players in the world. Uh, he 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 has put an absurd amount of hours in that. That's his game, and it definitely fits the 
play style of worrying about himself the best. Yeah, I, I, I'm playing a co-op game with Eric called It Takes Two. And um, we had a skill check section where we were facing off against each other. And I stood absolutely no chance. it's a fantastic game but yeah Yeah. anything if there's anything there there's a little spinny circle he's gonna kick your ass (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty much what happened that's his bread and butter (laughs) and and that kind of leads us to our second point where you know shiny objects you know eric i think just in general brings a positive attitude as long as there is a shiny object to look at and sort of something to focus on and just put all of his essence into. Um, and he, he brings, he brings a positive vibe to the teams he's a part of. Even, even when people get frustrated, Eric doesn't let it get to him um, and continues to be a positive force. So it makes it really easy to sort of forgive him and forget and just sort of move forward. And he, he's, he's a he's a big asset in that sense. And any time where, you know, by circumstance or by himself, he's able to hone uh, himself in and, and focus, he's he's an absolute animal. But that's hard to do, which takes us to the final point. Um, he's a wild card. You don't know whether you're going to get sort of the hyperbolic high performance of you know destroying shell and in that game, or he's going to make you just put your hands, put your head in your hands, and you don't you never know which which card's going to get put down on the table. Yeah, I mean, he's he scored winning goals before uh, in a, a tragedy that Jacob and I will never remember. Uh, he also has blown a 6-3 lead uh, and lost the game for us in overtime from purely own goals. He scored four own goals in a row uh, with a minute left when we were up 6-3. And, and that's, a, you know, he can score the winning goal or he can absolutely break your heart. Never going to recover from that one either. Yeah, but... I think that, that I think that closes out our our player profiles pretty pretty smoothly. Um, I understand. I think Freddie has got to dip out, mm-hmm. um, and we've been going for much longer than we anticipated. But you know, that's that's that that that's that's the way of the way road. Of the road. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so, way of the road, sir. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go back to the cams just to close out. Um, anyone got any like final notes or things to sort of look forward to? I mean, I'm excited to, you know, continue with this to really start going. I think this is a good, you know, uh, way to lay out, you know, the lads. And I think it encapsulates pretty much the best of everyone uh, and a little bit of the the negatives of everyone. Um, But, I mean, we have a really, really fun slate ahead of us. And I just look forward. I mean, we have some good ideas and it'll be interesting to see how the group does with some of these tournaments. I, for one, am super excited for the first uh, turn, uh, first event, the Big Fall, baby, because I think I think that's gonna be interesting. Because I know we've we've stated that Garrett Garrett is pro- is might be the biggest prospect, but I think it's a pretty a game where people can shine, even if they're lo- not as skilled. If they have a good round, that's all they need. Yeah, and there's definitely more of an RNG element uh, to Fall Guys more so than Rocket League, especially, and and most of the other games we played. Um, so I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild ride. I I genuinely don't know what's gonna happen, but you know, Danny, Garrett, Eric are probably the top competitors going in. But you know, depending on how the team works out, you know, you never know if there's a magical chemistry that that will be found. And I it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun event. I think we have it slated for next Saturday. 
the eleventh yep, at two in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, it is going to be live on Twitch. Our Twitch is just twitch.tv slash no consolation. Um, and we'll have like follow up stuff. Like the VOD will get posted to YouTube. We'll might make some clips out of the best moments and stuff. I don't know. We're 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 playing it by ear. You know, it's 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 a new project for us. But um, regardless, I think everything about it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll you'll finally you'll see everyone. You'll get to hear uh, a decent amount of banter. The the boys like to talk, so uh, that should that should be a really fun aspect too. Yeah, but that uh, closes down shop for NCP episode one. Uh, thank you to anyone who listened to any point of that. Uh, a special thank you to anyone who is still listening. I, I understand we we probably rambled a little bit uh, <laughs> there, but you know, all 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 in the name of good vibes. So um, we will see you for the event next Saturday, and we will see you all in the next episode of NCP. Peace.